Welcome to Ipsy Weird. So we've got some topics today, so we're not just kind of a all over the place train wreck like last week. Yeah, last week was a a bit of a mess. We had we had nothing. So I throughout the week I was sitting there going. I can talk about this and make my little notepads like I did earlier episodes. Now, full disclosure, it is much earlier in the morning than I would usually plan it to be. So oh, yeah. I will. I am here physically, mostly mentally. But we'll see how this works out. I think I'm okay. I've got some some wake up juice for the morning, and that's just that's because you have like it's just your schedule is just crazy. Yeah, I don't I don't sleep at night the way I'm supposed to. I was up until I told myself last night I was like, let me get to bed early because I gotta wake up early. I was up until two o'clock. Yeah. So, I mean, my first alarm went off. Well, dog woke me up at 6.45. I was like, I, I could just wake up now. No. That's nope. when I woke up. I, I didn't wake up at 6.45. First alarm went off at 8. I hit snooze a couple times. Yeah, I mean, I'm, my, uh, my work schedule, I'm up at 5 o'clock every day. And then on the weekends, my body's just so used to being awake that early that I can't sleep in. Like, 7 o'clock is the latest I've ever slept in on a weekend. Well, you know what's fucked is like... When I have Charlie and I got to take him to school, I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I have to leave the house by 6.45, you know, so I get used to waking up that early every school day uh, for the time that I have Charlie. But then immediately, right after I take him home, nope, not a fucking chance I'm waking <laughs> up that early. And I, and I go back to waking up in my normal scheduled hour time, which is about 7 and some change. But uh, Yeah, I guess if, you, if you're constantly like two weeks of waking up early in the morning, then two weeks that you're waking up at like... Eight instead of six, you can keep throwing off your time. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, I don't know. My my body is really good at being able to just change on the dime. It's regular sleep schedule, but I still don't go to bed when I'm supposed to. Yeah. No, I mean, I go to bed. Like I get up at five o'clock to go to work. I'm usually going to bed about midnight, one o'clock. Yeah. I do get like an hour nap like after work. I get out of work about two. Two. Th- I get home about two thirty. I'm probably asleep by three. Waking up at four. Uh, good stuff, man. My grown ass man taking an hour nap a day. I, I got no, I got nothing else to do, man. I love it. I wish I could take an hour nap every day. I could if I took it on my lunch, but I just can't promise I would wake up in time to go back to work. Where's Nick at? Oh, he's sleeping in his car. Well, actually, you live on site. You live on site. Yeah, you, you go, go right back home. home. No, where's Nick? Anybody see his car? It's in the garage. Shut that garage so nobody knows where I'm at. Anyway, what do we got today? Well, uh, last time we were uh, did a recording. Right before we started recording, we went out. I had to run out to Harbor Freight to go buy a, uh, a portable uh, compressor to fill up some air in my tire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, it's getting low. And the tire, like, I've never, I've had that truck for about, I bought it in 2019. Okay. So it's, I don't know when in 2019, like September ish, 2019. Almost two years. So I've never, I haven't replaced the tires on it. I haven't done the brakes on it. I've been very, very poor car owner at this point because I haven't done any of the maintenance. I, even the oil, I haven't done an oil change. In two years? I've uh, I've topped it off and stop, man. You're killing me at that point. It's yeah. fucking thirty dollars to do your own oil. Yeah, I know. And I I plan I would plan to do it yesterday, but I sat on my ass all yesterday. Yeah, but you know what? I can't blame you. But I bought uh, I bought the oil. I bought the filter. I bought brakes, brake pads, rotors. I, I bought it all. I just got to go do it. You're gonna do your own brakes too? Oh yeah. I mean, it's cool. I respect it. Just- I mean, it's nothing but take the tire off. And then you have the caliper there, and you take the... Yeah, compress the caliper. You take the caliper off, you take the brakes out, you push back the, the little things in there with, like, a C-clamp. Yeah. Put, pop them in, and... Yeah, because you have... Yeah, you have pads. Yeah. They're not that hard. 
Yeah, the drums. I'm not doing the drums in the back. You know, I don't. I still couldn't tell you how to do drums, but they're not as bad as they seem. Because I had drums on the Escape on the back of the Escape, and I watched Sean do them a handful of times. It's just got to do with the spring tension and shit. Yeah, uh, I've just on my on my Ranger on the 96 F150 and on the 97 F150 I have now. Uh, I I have never done the the back the rear brakes and. Uh, the Ranger definitely needed it, but the Ranger transmission blew up, so that didn't matter. And then the 96 is sitting there with 100 problems that, you know, eventually I might fix. I can't I can't sell that truck. I don't know why. There's so many problems. Electrical, it leaks, uh, the gas tank leaks fuel. Uh, on the Out of the rear passenger tire, you can see when you hit the brakes, you can see all the brake fluid just spew out the back tire. That's cool. So you got to top it off every drive. Is that the manual? Yeah. Yeah, that's why you can't get rid of it. I love that truck. It's the first manual. I love that truck. But uh, we're getting a little off top. The, uh, when we recorded last week, I had to get some air in the tire because it's, it's low and it's bald and I should have replaced them like, a year ago. Yeah. Should have replaced them when I first bought the truck. Yeah. But uh, we go out and we buy, the, uh, we buy the compressor, we fill it up, and I'm filling around the tire to see if I can feel any leaks. And like, why is it draining so much? Because it's, it usually takes about three months and it'd be, it would be low. And you just top it off, and you can go another two, three months, and then it'd be like it's low again. But I'm feeling around the tire, and I, I kind of almost sliced my hand on something, and it's the the it's peeling apart. The tire is like peeling apart. Yeah, the wire mesh inside the inside the wall. Yeah, it's inside. So that's when I scratched my hand. I'm like, God damn it, I gotta get tires now because I'm cheap as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, you look around my house, and like that's a that's a hundred dollar painting, that's a sixty dollar painting, that's a three hundred forty dollar board game. I I, I buy things you just don't like to buy things you need sure we'll go with that like that whole shelf of board games there's like a thousand dollars probably probably more there's three thousand war dollars of warhammer figures there but that was bought like over chunks of time yeah but i mean you've also dropped like hundreds of dollars on magic cards in one sitting too well, yeah you gotta you have to buy if you're building a new deck you gotta you know it's like i need i need 30 cards you go buy those 30 cards for 100 bucks so it's not like i'm I don't want to say I'm cheap or I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm not hoarding my money. It's just on shit like this. I it's just, it bugs me to, you know, spend a hundred bucks to do the bricks, spend the, like uh, 60 bucks to do fucking oil change or $640 for fucking tires. Well, so where you fucked up is you didn't need all four. But the back are bad too. Yeah, but you, they could have waited a little while. But what, like if you're going to do it, you might as well do I, look, all of it. I'm not saying you shouldn't have gotten all four. I'm saying you didn't need all four. It's better to do all four, but I mean, you could have got away with buying the front two and, and waited a little while Wait, before you, you buy the back two. Even the guy at the tire store was like, uh, so you just want to do the front two? I was like, fuck, no, we're doing all four. And if I only did the front two, they had, they had three tires of the, of the cheaper one. There was a tire for like $93. They had three of them in stock. So I could have done the front two in the cheaper tire and walked out with like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. But... What's the point? Like, what's the point of only doing the two? Like, the back ones are bad too. You might as well do do all four. Because the back ones aren't as bad. They were they were equally. They weren't blowing apart like the front tire, but yeah. So they weren't as bad. They could have made it a little while longer. But you, I might as well because you made the responsible adult decision. But in the argument of you hate spending money, damn man, you could have got away with two. Yeah, but see, if I only bought the two, I would only ever bought those two. And just keep writing it out until you know. Until it's too late. Until it's too late. Yeah. But it's like if I if I only did the front two, I would probably never do the back two. Okay. All right. So I mean, you you made a good decision getting all four then in that case. Exactly. So I was already there, so I was like, 
But let's, if I don't do it now, I will never fucking do it. But let's talk about it like this. You hate you hated spending that six hundred forty dollars on your tires. Every time a new series comes out for Magic, and they have the boxes. Yeah. How much are those? Uh, depending. Normally, a box you can probably get away with like a standard box. Uh, will cost you about a little over a hundred bucks. Okay. But then now, now fucking Magic the Gathering is doing uh, set boosters, which are like a hundred and forty a box. Okay. And uh, you you have better chance to get better things in it. Then there's the collector's box, and then there's the all foil super duper box that are like two hundred. So there's a, they, there's a lot of options. Isn't there something in there that's like two hundred and seventy dollars? That's when they do uh a, a the the masters the master reprint series like modern masters or eternal masters. Those one box which have t- like twelve less packs in it cost you like a, uh MSRP like two fifty. Okay. But a new Magic set came out this weekend. Guess what I didn't do? You didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Because you, know you bought tires. Because I bought fucking tires. Yeah, but you know what? Here's So here's the, here's the argument I was getting at. It's not spending $640 that bothers you. It's spending $640 on adult things and not things that you want. Magic the Gathering is adult things. But it's things that you want versus things that you need. Right? So we have... it's. You ever heard that saying, you know, want in one hand, shit in the other? See which one fills up faster? No, I've never heard that. It's basically It basically means you can't always have what you want. I've heard that. Um, now, that Sometimes said, you get what you need. Sometimes you do get what you need. <laughs> sometimes, on rare occasions, you actually get to eat the cake, too. I don't like cake. I'm not a huge fan of it, either. But that's not the point. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's, it's spending $640 on... Something that serves you no actual purpose other than making sure your vehicle is safe. It doesn't serve you any entertainment value. It doesn't serve you any instant gratification of buying things that you want. It doesn't hit any of those like fucking dopamines and serotonins and shit in your well, brain. It's. I will say when I picked my truck up and was driving home, I'm like, man, this bitch drives smooth. It probably felt nice as shit. It didn't was it? driving smooth. It was driving straight. So listen, I need to get new tires too, right? Since we're on the subject. My front two. I'm not going to do all four right now. I don't need to do all four right now. My car is only three years old as it is. Um, but my front tires, I need to get an alignment, and I need fucking tires. One of these days, that tire is going to blow out on me on the highway. I'd rather it doesn't happen while I have my son in the car. Um, you have a donut and a jack? I definitely have a donut. I don't know if the jack is in the car or not. <laughs> I'd have to check. But no, I, I, I need to get new tires sooner than later. Uh, I was supposed to have some new tires put on two weeks ago, but... Schedules got a little fucked up. It's it's hard to find the time, honestly, right now to be able to drop my car. I only have one car, and that, to drop my car off is difficult sometimes, just because I don't have the I don't have the time to one sit around or two get back home to you know whatever. Uh, I'm about to just bite the bullet and go get them done anyway. I'll fucking sit in the shop all day waiting for it to do it. But I just need tires. Well, that was that was the one thing is. I was talking to uh, my manager at work, and I was just, I was bummed the whole day. Like that morning, I woke up, I, I grabbed my jack to put it in my truck because I'm like, this tire's gonna blow out on me. I know it, so I put the the jack in there, and I'm just stressed out the whole day. Like, man, I'm like, I gotta buy tires, or I gotta fucking go get the grab the spare underneath and drive on that, and just be a lazy fuck. And I'm stressed out. And he's like, dude, just go across the street to the tire place and go get changed while you're at work, so you don't have to sit there for three hours after work. Or and I'm like, ah. Eh. I guess so. I go up to the discount tire, which is uh, near my near my work, and uh, I just go in there and I'm like, I'm trying to get done in 15 because I don't want to take a lunch because I haven't took a lunch at work in uh, like seven years. Okay. So that's so, so I, I if I didn't if I took a lunch I'd have to leave at 2:30 every day, but I skip my lunch and leave at two. I've been yeah. doing that for like seven years. 
but I'm going across the street and I'm trying to get it done in 15 and it's just the lady in front's fucking just being a, like a pain. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Karen, move to the left. Let me, let me get my tires. But I'm talking to the guy and uh, he misheard me on the phone because I called him from my desk before I walked over there and uh, he wrote down the wrong tire size. So he had to go relook it up and redo it. But even though I had all the information on my desk, I mean, I had the item numbers for the tires I was looking at. I had three different tires, the cheapest, the, the second one, and, and the best one. Yeah. But, uh, and he, he got them wrong and he's in there doing, trying to do extra things. I'm trying to keep like, this is how much I, I don't want to spend higher than 500. Like 500 is kind of my cap. If we go over five, it's okay. But like when I'm saying like over five, I'm thinking like 530, like 530, 550. Yeah. He starts like, oh, okay. So we can go over five a little bit. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. He's like. All right, I got you set up for six hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, that's way over five. What are you doing to me? But uh, yeah, we we did. I did it on my uh, like, like at ten o'clock, or no, actually I did it like eleven. And then by the time I uh, I got a text at one o'clock that they were done, and I was talking to my manager again. I'm like, my uh, my truck's done, and I'm I'm also I don't like leaving my vehicle with strangers, even though it's like it's a professional building place, and I just don't want to leave my truck there. I'm like I'm very I'm very sensitive with my things. I like my very protective, yeah. protective of my things. So like, I want my truck back. I was all day waiting for that truck to get done from 10 to 1. I'm like, I want my truck back. Where's my truck? And then so I was able to run over there and get it. Because if I didn't do it at work, I would have sat there in their lobby for two, three, four hours. Yeah, which is boring so, and shit. Yeah. So that was one good thing. Is Another reason why I did it. I was able to go there and walk back across the street to my job. And then that shit work let me he's like yeah just leave early are you done for the day all your stuff's done i'm like yeah i'm just kind of like the last hour clean up and tidy up he's like yeah fucking save that for another day just go get your car and go home i'm like fuck yeah so that that made it okay and then like i said driving the vehicle like it was it was rocky it was bumpy the steering was like just wobble back and forth he's like man this truck's gonna fall apart you put all new tires i'm like this thing drives straight it drives smooth it still goes to the left a little bit i need an alignment but you should do that sooner than later though too because you're, if you if you have a bad alignment, you'll actually wear the tires quicker. Yeah, and that's another what seventy bucks. Go get it online. Groupon, man, you can get a four wheel alignment for fifty bucks. Sure. Just saying. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got to get an alignment, but I'm gonna go. Hopefully, I bought all the stuff, so I just need to go over to my dad's house and spend a couple hours there doing the front brakes and then doing an oil change, and then uh, maybe there's a one of my coil packs is duct taped together. <laughs> I have the I've had the coil pack for like a, like a year now to replace it. It just pops out, man. Well, no, but the the, the what, what's wrong is the uh, the because you have a a cable that could, plugs in and the, connect, wire, the wiring harness. Yeah, that's all broken apart, so it's just three metal prongs hanging out. Oh, got it. And then so the wire the wire is just like on the on the coil pack the wire the, there's just three prongs and the, the cable itself is fine. And they're just kind of like slipped into each other and duct taped on. So all I got to do is undo the tape, take out that coil pack, put a new one, clip it in, call it good. Done. It's just the duct tape's been holding for over a, like over a year now. <laughs> so Can you even use electrical tape, man? Well, I think it's a combination of electrical and duct tape. Okay. But it's been holding. Electrical tape is the base. Duct yeah. tape is the structure. Got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it's been holding. Also, the... Uh, the, one of the transmission lines on the bottom of the truck. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but the truck had very little space, and I had to replace the uh, power steering pump, which is at the bottom of the engine. But I couldn't get the fucking thing, like uh, the pri- the bar in there, to release the tension off the uh, off the belt without taking the fan out, the engine fan. Okay. I didn't have enough room. I don't. And I was looking at line. I'm like, they all have smaller fans, and they have like 
two inches of clearance. I have like a quarter of an inch of clearance. I cannot get this fucking bar. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, I'm looking like I got to take the fan out and take the fan out. You have this big old fucking wrench and a pipe and they're taking this fan out. In the process of doing that, I broke a transmission line. Rookie. Fuck off. And that's also how I broke the coil, the coil pack is pulling the thing back. Now, I didn't do this. I had a guy helping me. Right. And he was doing all the work and I'm pretty sure he broke it all. But that's his fault. He should fix it. We fixed the coil pack with the duct tape and the transmission line. We kind of like cleaned off the edge because it kind of, you know, when you break a pipe, it's all nasty on the end. So we just took a little pipe cutter, cleaned the edge of both of them, kind of fitted them next to each other. Then we took a high pressure hose that was laying around and we just connected them together with the uh, with the hose. With the, with the twisty clamps? I, I don't remember what kind of camp clamps we used, but we, we butt them up as good as we could to each other. And we kind of just put a, the rubber hose on top of it and then we cinched it down somehow and yeah i gotta top the transmission fluid off every now and then but it's still running okay you know what? i mean i've seen some shit like that done before too i mean we used to have in my escape there used to be constant problems with the fuel pump we actually broke down in ohio on the way here one christmas because the fucking hose on the fuel pump broke off and you know what we've done some really shady shit to get the thing to work we've we cut out where the hose connects into the top of the fuel pump and we've run a hose down into the fuel pump ourselves and sealed it off with like this fucking like JB weld type material that's supposed to seal these cracks and holes and shit. But it wasn't good, man. I mean, this thing like leaked gas a little bit from time to time. We used to just keep back the, the, the cover off the top of this thing. Cause fuck who knows, man, we might need to, we might need to get in there and fix it some more. It was a constant battle with this goddamn fuel pump. Anyway, I can move on to a new topic at this point anyway. Uh, cause that car is scrapped, officially scrapped. We we got rid of it fucking right before we moved back to back to Michigan. I actually made like three hundred and seventy five bucks off of that thing. I was impressed. I thought I was just gonna end up going in the trash. Honestly, I was worried I was gonna have to leave it there and it would get towed away eventually. But oh, did did you like still have it like sitting out for a while until you moved? Yeah, dude. I mean, <sighs> I bought the the Escape officially died like kaput uh, like December of uh twenty. 19 and i bought the the centra in like january 1st i bought it january 1st 2020 started the whole new year with it but it sat in that lot from the day it died or until well it didn't technically die the engine was fine the body fell apart the frame snapped in half basically at the at the on the back side of it so it sat in the parking lot of my complex from december until september the following year when we moved and at times I forgot about it. A hundred percent. I completely forgot it even existed until like the week before we're moving. I'm like, shit, I got to get rid of this thing. I mean, what the fuck am I going to do? I got to, it's got to go. I started calling salvage yards and shit. And I, I found this company that all I had to do was input the information, basically say it wasn't drivable. Uh, and they gave me a quote right there. I was like, fuck, come get it. Can you have it gone before this day? Um, uh, I couldn't even find the title for it. I mean, the title was just lost and gone somewhere, but they didn't need it. It was fine. And they just write up like a salvage. Yeah, thing. it's a salvage title, and they probably took it to a fucking junkyard. It's probably a cube right now. It hurt a little bit. Not gonna lie, it hurt a little bit getting rid of it because it was a. Uh, that was the first car I financed. Like that was the first car I I, I bought hard earned monthly payments. Um, I felt really nice about it, and I went through so much shit with it. But it had to go. It was its time, and it was for the best. Yeah, I mean, I that's why I think I have that connection with that uh with that ninety six F one fifty. It was like the first car I like. I fully. Like bought myself. I mean, I didn't make payments on it. I just bought it from a guy out at Walmart parking lot. I mean, if I didn't move, I can't say I wouldn't still have it. 
I can't say it wouldn't still be sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's kind of it's you know, out of sight, out of mind, just sitting there. Yeah, I mean, I would have hoped I would have moved from that <clears throat> apartment complex by then because that place was shit anyway. But uh, if I hadn't moved, man, I I don't I don't know if I'd have gotten rid of the thing. It'd probably still be sitting there, probably be rotting away. We kind of used it as like an outdoor storage from time to time. <laughs> like, but we used it like anything you would put in an outdoor shed. Well, that's kind of what we used the escape for. We'd fucking lift the back of it up, toss shit in there. I mean, there was tools and stuff in there. It was a fucking outdoor umbrella at one point <laughs> was in there. I don't know. It was, just, it was a piece of junk, though. But that was my car, and I loved it. Um, but no, I mean, now I need to get new tires on this thing. I'm, I'm hesitant to go just because, just like you, man, I have the money. I can afford these new tires. I just don't want to spend the money to these new tires. Yeah. And then, like, this thing is, like, the entire time from, like, seven different people were constantly, like, why are you complaining so much? You have money in your bank account. And it's just like, yeah, but that money is meant for something else and not in fucking Magic the Gathering cards. No, I, I know. But like I said, man, so there are things you need, or there are things you need now, and there are things you need later. Things you need now take precedence over the things you need yeah, later. But if I could have just, like, $640, that sets me back seven months. Okay, but... What? Seven months now to get back to where I was at... Last week. Okay, but what happens when those tires blow out and now you don't have a working vehicle or a vehicle, a reliable vehicle? Then you, you curse at the world and go, God damn you, you piece of fucking shit. And then you spend the money, you spend extra money. Yeah, you spend extra money on a new vehicle. But it's just, it, at the time, at the, it's just like, I spent $640. I can roughly save almost 100 a week if I don't fucking go out and eat, if I just starve myself, if I just do this, 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 and don't fucking do a goddamn thing else. Skip my morning pop one day or two days. I can get like a hundred bucks a, w- uh, a week. So yeah, I mean honestly, if you do no, the no, math, sorry, a hundred bucks a month, not a week, hundred bucks a month. If you do the math out, I probably spend about fifty bucks a week on just energy drinks and chips. And that's damn. That's actually you know that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of rough a little yeah, bit. Cut that back a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, but two dollars every morning for my diet coke. Um, if I buy a snack with it, it's five dollars. If I buy a Red Bull in the morning with the with the diet uh, diet coke, it's five bucks for that and and maybe a snack. But yeah, it adds up. But like a um, hundred bucks a month is what I can roughly save if I you know cut out all other random expenses and don't buy anything fun. And when you're such a we don't have we might get into this later, but when you're such a sad, depressed fucking loser like myself. Buying these little, like buying a box of magic cards makes you happy for that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now knowing like that's buying a box of booster packs of magic cards is a waste of money. Because all you like I said, all you need to do, I can spend a hundred bucks to go build a deck, but I can go spend a hundred bucks on a booster box and not get a single card I want. True. So it's it's smarter to just go buy the singles than it is to go buy the booster packs. But something is fun with it, it's it's, uh, it's opening. It's the it's, it's opening, the mystery behind it. It's the gambling. It's the fact that. Like my buddy bought a couple booster boxes and he pulled out, you know, a sixty dollar card. Yeah. And you're like, well, fuck, that's half. That's half of what you pay for the box right there. That's that one sixty dollar card. And he was telling the other some of the other things he got. And you're like, man, and it's just like, yeah, it's a gamble, right? And and that's that's what makes it worth it. But also, here's the thing. All right, so the thing you're not considering is you want to save up to X amount of dollars, right? I want to save up to disappear. Yes. Yes. You want to save up to X amount of dollars because houses right houses or a trailer or something just my own living situation i'm saving up to get my own living situation and i botched it earlier this year because i was too afraid to make the move you have the money 
presently in your account. You could, with a little bit of a higher credit score, and you're on your way. You're on the right road there. You could feasibly go get a house with what you have right now. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm an idiot. But my understanding, and it doesn't make it, we've talked about this, I think, off mic, but in my head, it's the higher your down payment is, the less your monthly payments are towards the mortgage. And if I... If I can get to a certain range of my down payment, I can pay, you know, like try to get my mortgage under X amount of dollars. And if I can get it under that, that target monthly payment, I can survive by myself. Correct. And that's, and that's the thing. If I go right now with what money I have in my bank account and go get this, my monthly payments might be 800, 900 a month. And I cannot afford that on top of paying DTE. You have to have internet. You got to. All the little things, your utilities, your water, your waste, your fucking taxes, whatever. I can't have fucking, and fucking homeowner's insurance. You need insurance. You pile all that on top of additional 900 a month. I can't fucking do it. So here's the thing. And again, we've talked about this before. I know, yeah, the math technically is that technically, yes, the higher your down payment is, the lower your, your mortgage would be. But when you think about it, over 30 years, $1,000 is about $3 a month. So every $1,000 more that you put in a down payment is going to save you $3 a month-ish on your on your monthly payment. So $640 now is only going to, if you if you don't resave that $640 and it just, that, that comes out of whatever down payment you're saving up for, it's going to add about $2.30 to your mortgage a month. I don't, think it does, I don't think the math works exactly like that. I mean, I, 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 the math, the way you explain it works. It's like, like, you know, when you do that, but it's like, don't they like, I don't, I don't fucking know. A down payment. Now, again, I'm no banker or anything like that, but a down payment is more of just a bank's way of knowing you're invested. It's like, you're willing to put up this kind of money for us to give you this loan. So we are confident that you will pay this loan back. Yeah. But like the, the more, like I said, like, not just like. Like when, if I go put five grand down, mm-hmm. like here's my, my down payment of five grand, which they probably won't even let you fucking put five grand down. They, they, there's always a minimum. Yeah. Well, again, there's first time homeowners associations, yeah, but, but anyway, let's say the house is $200,000. Okay. I don't fucking, that's a lot, but five grand down. And then they say over X amount of years is, is, you know, you make your, make your payment and you put 10 grand down. Payments get less, but I don't. I don't think it necessarily works. I mean, I guess it has to necessarily, unless they extend how long you make your payments. Because you, your set number is two hundred thousand. You need to pay off two hundred thousand dollars in thirty years. Yep. So if you put five grand down, it's like okay, now you make monthly payments of X amount a month. Put ten grand down, it only drops it with your math this much, unless they extend your how long you can. So it's it's. Pretty simple when you think about it in the sense of instead of thinking about how much down payment the difference or how much the difference in down payment is, think about how much the difference in total is. If you have $200,000 and your down payment, you put down five grand, right? And that's unrealistic, but yes, you put down five grand. Now you're paying off $195,000. If you put down 10 grand, you're paying off $190,000, right? But the difference monetarily between one hundred ninety and $195,000 over the course of 30 years is about $13.33 a month, right? So- because basically, that's that. It's that difference of five thousand dollars over over the course of thirty years. You would pay an extra five thousand dollars over the course of thirty years plus interest, right? But the interest on houses is like yeah. low. It's like four percent. 
So what I'm getting out of this is it's going to be impossible for me to do this anyways, even with whatever amount of money I have. No, it's just a matter of you, you focus too much on $600 out of a grand scheme of, of a down payment. Well, the, the, the $600 is just that now I'm I'm seven months behind of you just being need, closer. You just need but to know now, what your monthly budget is, and then you can figure out how much you can afford on a... We did the we did the math earlier. We did that for the trailer, but you could you can you can figure out how much of a of a mortgage you can afford based off of your monthly budget. Yeah, I, what I'm getting at with the rough numbers in my head is just it's gonna be impossible for me. No, it's never impossible. It just again, you have to know your budget. No, no, there's no, there's no way. Like the fucking guy I know, fucking just bought a house. Younger than me, but he has he has family and shit helping him, so that makes a little bit of a difference. But and I can't remember exactly what he said his his monthly payments are gonna be. But he's like, I mean, it's fucking that's his. He he said his monthly payments like the other day at work, and I'm like, fuck, man, that's I I couldn't afford that. And he bought the house at a hundred and seventy thousand. That's an expensive house, though. But that's the way. Like all I've been hearing from fucking everybody is. People are getting double what they're asking for for their houses right now because of how the fucking market is. Like I'm an idiot. I don't understand these things. But people are putting their house up for two hundred thousand, and people are going like, "I'll give you two eighty for that. I'll give you three hundred thousand for it right now." Well, it just means you're not buying a house right now. I mean, the the market's always in a state of flux. Yeah, but it's just like people are these people are like escaping from fucking California and whatnot and coming over this way because of all the bullshit going on over there. Yeah, because it's it's more ideal. Well, technically, it's not more ideal to live here right now. No, but. but but they're 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 all escaping these high richy places and like California because there's a bunch of shit. I don't pay attention to the news. I don't fucking know what's happening over there. But they're they're leaving there and they're all coming this way or they're going down to Texas or they're going over here. So all the houses are people just like instantly buying them up and you just like you can't fucking find anything under like in my price range, which would be like like a hundred. Like if the guy at work that I talk to, we have the same credit credit score and roughly the same amount of money we could put down. He had to go out to he had to go out to like I don't know he different city he's not he didn't buy a house in Ypsilanti he yeah. bought a house somewhere else but he uh and he's paying I don't forget I forget how you how much he's paying but like I forgot where I was going with that but if we put the same amount like hundred like if I go through the same loaner money loaner wherever he went I forget which one he used but I go get the same loan I'm probably getting the same estimate of a hundred and seventy thousand is what they were willing to loan him. Mm-hmm. I can't. I couldn't find a house out here for that. He got lucky for the house out there that he found. Once he, I don't want to move far from Ypsilanti. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't want to leave Ypsilanti at all. Actually, I mean that's fair. But Ypsilanti's is pretending is trying to pretend to be Ann Arbor right now and be a college town and everything's super pricey and high with the fucking college here and it's not fucking worth anything. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm I'm looking at a mortgage calculator right now. I'm trying to figure out. Um, is there any option in here for a down payment? I don't think so. I think this is basically just off of $150,000 house without a down payment. It's like $709 a month. That's too much. So don't buy a $150,000 house. You, there's no houses fucking less than that right now. But dude, I mean, hell my parents, when they bought their house, granted that was forever ago, but they bought their house for like 80 grand. Yeah. That, <coughs> that's an okay house for 80 grand, but also their house don't got a fucking basement it has a dirt floor. It has a foundation for a basement. It's not a finished basement. They they got a Michigan basement, dirt yes. floors. Yes, it it just it's not finished. That's all. I couldn't have a dirt floor base. I couldn't have a Michigan basement. <sighs> Wait, there, there's no houses out for eighty grand right now. There's no houses out for fucking one hundred fifty grand. We're gonna get you a fixer house, and we're gonna put the time in together, and I'll help you fix the shit. And but that that's a good plan. But like those don't fucking exist. That's not entirely true. They're not here. Okay. Well, move to 
somewhere else. I don't want to fucking move somewhere else. I don't understand why people don't fucking get it. Like, I don't want to move anywhere else. You, you're free to fucking, you're going to fucking 10 years from now disappear back to fucking Florida with all your fucking cool friends and leave your fucking loser up here all by myself. But are, you, are, are we going to get into that right now? No, we don't have to. But the saying you, you don't want to fucking live here. You, you, you fucking stayed every fucking two goddamn minutes. Like I fucking hate it here. I can't wait to move back to Florida. But is that, is that realistically going to happen? I don't know. As soon as your kid grows up old enough, am and I you, just gonna dip set and, well, and leave him there? Well, we're gonna, as soon as your kid grows up and you have the chance, and the kid fucking moves in with you, there's a good chance you probably dip back to Florida. I have one move left in me, but we don't have to get into that. But what, all I'm getting at this is you. I, you don't care where you live. You you don't care. You'll go back to Florida. You'll move there. You'll move to West Bloomfield. You move there. You move here. Fucking Ypsilanti's me, man. I don't care where I live in a. 25 mile radius but that's i tell you every week man i'm looking for something out closer to ann arbor well, yeah. I, i'm looking for something closer to ypsilanti i'm i don't want to stay uh, in west no, bloomfield I, I, that's not like i'm just i'm sad and emotional this is gonna be a, i'm fucking tr- holding back tears right now because my life's been fucking shit and depressing but that's not what i'm getting at like I, you're moving closer cool because you want to be because you want closer to your kid less of a commute to drop your kid off to work every day or to school every day that all makes sense. You're like you're trying to move closer to save more money. Because right now you're wasting a lot of money driving your kid to school. You want to be close to your kid. This this blah 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 blah. But hey, you, I'm saying is you don't. If you had the option to move back to Florida, you'd probably do it. If you could take your kid with you and move back to Florida, you'd probably do it. But would I? I don't like I I I say it all the time. But that's just because I hate the cold and I hate the snow. I hate shoveling snow. But why? Why would I go? Why I would I go? Why would I go back to Florida? For what? Like, there's no, there, the only thing I have in Florida. I have two friends in Florida, roughly, and I don't know. Ashley's got her her, her family, fam, yeah. her friends and shit there. But just like, but she's happy here. She doesn't want to go back. All I'm getting at is you're not you're just not for some like for some reason I'm connected to this city and I love this city and I don't fucking want to be anywhere else. And all I'm getting at is like you were saying you would go back like you wouldn't it wouldn't. It's because I've trans I've transcended past the ties of or like emotional ties of where I'm at. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter where the hell I lay my head as long as it's a place to lay my head. Yeah, because like if if you got like a job opportunity out in fucking Oregon, you'd be like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to Oregon now. I I, I wish I could say that, <laughs> but honestly, I see job opportunities uh, that it's like, man, this is fucking perfect. This is a high paying salary. Relocate out to West Virginia. Fuck. Well, there goes that. Yeah, but like I say, if if the kid. If your kid wasn't like the the reason why to stay, you you'd probably take that opportunity. I don't know, dude. You know how hard it was for me to move to Florida in the first place. But you did it. Yeah, after fucking debates and actually having people to go with me. But the thing is, that would be a zero option for me. Like, no, if if my grocery store right now, which is not a giant chain, but to say it was a giant chain, and like, dude, we got we're opening up we're opening up opportunities out in fucking New Mexico. We want you to go down there and be the lead guy down in New Mexico. We're going to pay for this, pay for this, pay for that. I'm like, no, sorry. This is where I'm at. You've limited your options. I don't want to, like, even when I first hired into that fucking uh, place, like, are you willing to relocate? No. I will not go to your Ann Arbor store. I will not go to your other Ann Arbor store. I won't go to your Canton store, your Belleville store, this store, that, like, if I'm working for you, I'm working in this building. And I'm not, they, and they're, they're doing grand openings like, hey, you want to go up to the UP for a week? We pay for your meals, we pay for this, but you go up there and you train them how to do your job in the UP. No, I'm not doing it. You want to go to Wisconsin for a week and train over there? 
Did we just open up a new location in Wisconsin? No. I told you when I hired in, I'm not relocating. See, I love that shit though. I love the travel. Fuck, take me to take me somewhere for a week. What am I gonna do? I'm not a social person. I go. Uh, I hang out in the hotel. What do you mean? You hang out. So I'm sitting there for a fucking week, bored out of my mind, masturbating on all the walls in Wisconsin. Yeah. For a week. That sounds fucking terrible. Everything's paid for, <laughs> including the masturbation time. You, you, I'm not gonna make any friends out there. I'm not. It's going to be me going to work, explain how to do the job for a week, and me sitting in a fucking hotel room not enjoying anything that's on fucking Netflix, and then fucking grabbing my phone and jacking off to the same porn because I'm not trying to use fucking their Wi-Fi, so I've downloaded only three videos that's all I could fit on the fucking thumb drive. Or the, and use your mobile data, man. What do you mean? Yeah, so fucking Verizon knows how much I'm, how much porn I look at on my phone. VPNs, bro. V- what do you mean? So like, now i got to buy, buy a VPN. I have a VPN. I could give you the goddamn membership for it. I can have unlimited guests on this motherfucker. The thing is good for another year. I bought like 25 months of a VPN on Black Friday last year. Some shit. Hey, I don't know. I've done it once, man. I've I've moved. I've left Michigan once. And that was the fucking biggest mistake I ever fucking made. So don't leave Michigan. But you don't have to stick to Ypsilanti either. There's neighboring cities of Ypsilanti that are basically fucking Ypsilanti. <laughs> I don't want to be in bumfuck Belleville. What about Canton? Canton's the closest thing. Can- Canton I can almost deal with. I almost did it. Like... But see, I, I squandered that deal because I didn't want to fucking leave. And that's fine. You don't have to leave right now. The thing, the thing you're. But then again, the houses in Canton are going to be the same prices that there are in Ypsilanti, and they're going to be the fucking same problem where I can't fucking afford them. Okay, we're gonna find you some opportunities here over the next year. All right, we've got time. That's something else that you need to cross through your mind. Is everything you you always put something you always put it all together like you're on this major time crunch. But you're 30 years old. Not 30. You're almost 30 couple months you're almost 30 years old right and as much as it seems like time moves so fast and uh and and it just blinks by you still have realistically two years two years (laughs) to live man so live out them two years no you've got you've got i don't know 40 years or so give or take i hope not that seems that seems too long i agree i 100 percent agree i don't want to be old and decrepit i don't but the point is, you're not really even at your midlife yet. You're not even at your midlife crisis yet. Now, I know where you come from because I put the same struggles on myself too. I think about the fact that like, Jesus Christ, I'm almost 30 and I've never owned a house, right? And I've got uh, a kid who's almost 10. Well, I mean, not almost 10. He just turned nine. But I got a kid who's nine that I don't have a house to put him in. All he knows of his dad is that he keeps moving around all over the place. Well, I mean, as, as, and I can't, I can't get in the mindset of a parent, but I... When I look at your situation, I go, that's perfectly fine. Like, like the kids should understand the struggles of what have what has happened to put you in that position. Like, he's 10 years old, he won't fucking get it. But as they grow up, he's like, oh, I fucking understand that my dad got screwed over and he did his best to fucking, and you'll get there. But the, you say I have all the time in the world, but right now this is so miserable, my situation. So fucking miserable. I just did one fucking out, man. You know the greatest thing about life is that, believe it or not, I know it seems hard to believe, but we control our own life. Fucking barely. You never have to stay in a situation you don't like. What is the worst case scenario? I am homeless without a fucking job. And you've done it before. And you've came back from it. With dumb luck. That's it. I stumbled, got lucky once, and got the fucking job at the fucking grocery store. And think of something else. Would I ever let you be homeless? You got no fucking room for me. We Would I ever let you not have a roof to sleep in? Would I ever not let you sleep on my couch if it came to that? No, I, I, you'd give me a place to stay. That's fine. But I don't want to rely on people like that. 
And but that's the thing. You don't have to rely on somebody forever, but everybody needs a fucking shove from time to time. If having that security blanket of knowing you'll never be flat on your ass helps, then that's all it takes. You just need to know that no matter how hard you fall, there will be a soft landing at the bottom. And then you pick yourself up and you get fucking going again. I don't know, man. Look, I fucking know, man. I hate my job too. My like fortunately my job pays better, right? But you know I'm the job, man. I don't care about the job. The job's fucking fine. Sometimes. No, it's not. It's it's fine. For, like, I, I don't mind the people I work with. The people I work for, I can't stand. But the people I work with is fine. You know what you need, man. You I won't mean, do it because you won't leave Ypsilanti. <laughs> you need to live somewhere like fucking Norway. Norway? <laughs> yes, fucking Norway. You know, you know how many fucking... You know how well Norway takes care of their people? No, because I don't fucking pay attention to... <laughs> exactly. But you don't ever hear about them not taking care of their people either. No, um... I need a smoke. Sorry. Speaking of smoke, to totally change the topic here, I went into a dispensary the other day for the very first time in my life. It was actually kind of cool. Um, you buying weed now? Not for me. I'm a dealer now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dealer now. <laughs> but it was cool, though. Like, you walk in there. It's a very professional establishment. They take your names down, and then you wait, and somebody calls you back there, and they and they walk you through the room, and they, they carry a little tote with them so they can put whatever you want in the tote, and they take it over to the checkout. But they have everything from fucking um, from edibles to cartridges to actual plant. They have fucking dog biscuits. Dog bi- Let's get the dog high, too, now. It's fucking... Because the whole world needs to be fucking stoned. Um, I don't think the dog biscuits had THC in them, though. But it was, was it just CBD? Or- probably, I think. But either way, but I was like, damn, this particular place also had discs from disc golf. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> awesome. You're trying to get a, a, a sponsorship from the, distiller, the, the dispensary. Yeah, for real. Right. But no, I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not in here for me, you know, but this is a very this is a nice establishment. Honestly, I mean, they got to be professional. They can't just be like hippie fuck dudes with fucking just jars on the wall. Yeah, no, I, and I feel that well. <laughs> so all right so hear me out I, I need to figure out the legality of this i shouldn't even be talking about this right now but i'm confident that only four people are going to listen to this anyway yeah only four people are going to listen to me fucking almost break down and cry and and by this point in the episode anyway nobody's going to hear this anyway. oh yeah we're fucking an hour in ain't nobody listening to this so no one even heard me fucking cry i have an idea right we could do this together right because we've talked about food trucks before right weed trucks not a weed truck technically technically a food truck with weed hold on Here's the name. Baked Goods. Okay. Do you, do you, do you get where I'm going here? No, I'm a fucking complete retard. Yeah, I, I fucking got it. Okay, okay. So, so did the four people listening. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but listen, I don't think it's legal right now. All right, because... All, trans- the, all the food we make is laced with fucking THC? Yeah, do we make fucking... We make fucking edible goods. Baked, like, fucking... Like, weed brownies. Fucking weed cereal. I don't know if that's a thing. Man, I just made that shit up. But, like... You probably could. Yeah, but like, yeah, we could do edible stuff and edible arrangements, if you will. <laughs> That's another great one. We should rename or we should we should reclass edible arrangements. You know, the company that brings you fucking fruit flowers and shit like that. Edibles arrangements. Yeah, I mean, you you go ahead and go do that with all the other fucking stoners. I can't stand. I cannot fucking stand the way the world is with everybody smoking weed. I can't. I fucking hate it. Some of the fucking like I, I just. Is I know it's a problem with me and fucking people can I don't care fucking hate me people don't fucking like me anyways but and I know weed's not a drug it's not a gateway drug I don't fucking care I don't care I don't even like alcohol that much I'm just I don't the whole world is just like 
oh, it's legal now. Let's all just go get high. It's a fun recreational thing to do. We all get drunk, so let's all get high now. I can't fucking stand it. I fucking hate it. I, then don't do it. Yeah, but I'm I not. Do I'm it. not gonna fucking cater to these fucking people. I'm not gonna sit here. I hate the fact every Friday when my liquor order comes in and it's fucking thirty thousand dollars of liquor. It pisses me off that the main revenue for that grocery store is that fucking liquor, and it's the most important fucking thing in that store. Fucking drives me nuts. I don't really know what to say about that other than like there comes a point where you just have to stop being judgmental about everything and just say fuck it. It doesn't. If it doesn't. If you're not doing it, it doesn't affect you. It's yeah. not your life. It doesn't matter how, how people it, are living it, right? And that's, I don't care. It just for me, it, it just bugs me that this, the, the whole, how the whole world fucking acts. The weed is a cure all. Oh, you're depressed? Smoke some fucking weed. You fucking you're this? Go smoke some. You have cancer? Go fucking smoke weed. So here's the only argument I'm gonna make for that because again, I don't do it myself. But what's worse, somebody who lives on opioids, constantly fucking good either. Constantly has to take for pain. Constantly has to take stuff like morphines or, um, or Lortabs, Vicodins, stuff like that. Constantly, around the clock. Or they smoke when they're in pain. Well, that's fine. Because people not, have pain. That's, I'm not... The fucking pain people I'm not talking about. I'm talking about Joe fucking blow on the side of the street wants to fucking get high. Right, and that's... I'm not people s- with pain, yeah, I can understand. If it if it helps calm or chill out your pain, fucking more power to it. You don't want to be fucking stuck on Vicodins or fucking this or this or that. That's all fine and dandy. Cause smoking I'm not, weed, fine. I'm not talking about those fucking people. Well, the point I'm making is I'm not saying it's a cure-all, right? I'm not, but I'm saying it's a better alternative. Yeah, for people in pain, it, is, it should be a... a which a, a drug to help uh, it should be a pain drug sure if let's say i got a fucking headache and i can go to the fucking counter smoke a joint and my head's gone and my, my headache's gone i guess but i'm talking about joe fucking blow people with no fucking problems just let's get high i can't i don't i can't fucking stand it right i don't know, I don't know why i just i can't like, maybe because i'm all like everybody just fucking it's everybody's thing and I, I don't fucking i don't get it everybody just needs to get high and everybody's i don't know You'd probably be a lot happier of a person too. Yeah, see, right there, it's like, <laughs> oh, you, you, all, all your sad, it'll all go out the window. Be, it's, yeah, because you're altering your state of mind, and like, I should be able to live with my mind and the way my mind is. You gotta get past that. You gotta get, and I'm not saying you should go smoke weed. I'm not advocating for you to go smoke weed to get better, but you gotta get past the whole state of mind that you should be in control of your own chemical, like your own chemical imbalance, because that's not how biology works. Man, it's not how chemistry works. You can't just alter your own state. The only, except to the point of, for some fucking reason, forcing a smile does create serotonin, right? Um, if you sit here and hold a smile for fucking 10 minutes or some shit like that, it naturally creates some happy chemicals in your brain. But you need to get past the state of mind that you are in control of your own fucking emotions. Because you're not. I, I know I'm not. I know I'm not, but I shouldn't need fucking drugs to fucking fix it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But to be honest with you, it's the norm nowadays. It's so I don't like the norm. So realistically speaking, more people need something to help their brain chemistry now than not. You know what I mean? My brain chemistry is not perfect either. I just live with it. But point is, I mean, there are a lot of things that there are a lot of stigmas that you need to start looking past. It's not about fucking who gives a shit about Joe Blow down the road who's just getting high to get high. Fuck him. Whatever. That's not your life. Yeah, but it doesn't want, matter. You want to make a food truck to go cater to Joe fucking blow. It's money. At the end of the day, it's capitalism, man. 
That's yeah. the world we live in. Fucking you capitalize on your on your financial situations where whatever you can do to get ahead in life, fucking do it. No, but don't you have like the integrity and morals? Why? What's wrong with it? Honestly, it's not like I'm selling them fucking heroin. I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay, then don't like it. I'm just saying. You know, it's. Like, I don't like the, like I said. I don't like the fact that all the fucking the main money maker for the fucking grocery store is fucking booze. It's the world we live in, man. And the it, sooner the sooner we realize we can't do anything to change it. I'm not saying again. Just, I'm like, not even saying let's go sell them alcohol. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to open a bar. I'm I, trying to. Well, you 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 were trying to open a bar. Remember way back you were talking to some coworkers and you were going to open up a bar. See? I mean, yeah, but and I still I would still. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but my point is, I'm not trying to. When I talk about baked goods, right? I'm not doing anything that I think is harmful. Yeah, I don't. I, I like I said earlier, is is a problem with me and the way I I look at it and. It just, it just, I don't know, it just bums me out. Like, when I'm sitting there chatting with somebody, like, I, I meet somebody, and you get to talking, you go, I'm trying to figure out their hobbies. Like, what do you, what you, what you do for fun? I was like, I sit here and smoke weed all day. It's like, oh, God damn it. And that's the problem, right? I don't like that either. I don't like the people that do it as their hobby, because it's not a hobby. Like, what do you actually do? Oh, you just sit around and smoke weed. Okay, well, that's kind of boring. But that doesn't necessarily mean that all people that smoke weed are bad. No, I'm not saying all people that smoke weed are bad. I just... <laughs> I don't like this is the problem. I was just chatting up with some people, you know, trying to be social and, you know, just chatting with people. And it always turns out every fucking time they, they, they're all fucking stoners. And you're like, oh, God damn it. I don't want to hang out with stoners. Like, I mean, I've done it. The majority of my friends, which I don't fucking really have anymore because we have, I haven't talked to them in years. 2017 is the last time I fucking talked to them. They're all stoners and I've hung out with them and they're, they're fine people. I like them people. But it just, when it came down to hanging out with them, it's, I sit there. Bored out of my mind while everybody's stoned. And I have partaked with them a couple of times and it hasn't changed my fucking mood. I'm like, whatever, this is stupid. Well, yeah, because it's not your hobby. It's not, and it shouldn't be a hobby at all. I'm going to say that now, too. I don't think smoking weed should be a hobby. That's not something you should do just to be like, oh, let's sit around and smoke weed. That's fun. If you smoke weed, sure. Okay, fucking get get high. Do your thing, right? But do something with it. Fuck, I, I can't, I could never stand it. I could never stand it just sitting around like that. It's boring. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Sitting around is boring. Sitting around doing absolutely nothing is boring. See, and the only time I can remember, like, not even it wasn't even enjoyment for me, but it's a, it's a funny situation after the fact that I got so stoned that I threw up on everybody. They called me Gargamel because it was all blue. <laughs> it was blue and white because I was eating gummy sharks and drinking blue uh, moon mist. That's terrible. And I threw up all over this girl's leg, and they called me Gargamel for a little while. That's fucking terrible. It's funny now. How high did you get to throw up, man? I've, I've never. I've heard of. I've only heard of a couple people ever actually getting so high that they threw up before. I mean, I, didn't I tell this story on the podcast already? I, I don't know if you told it on the, on the podcast, but I've heard the story. So we're sitting basically in the exact, these apartments that I'm in now, but just down the road and over when I was living with them. And it's all dark. It's all nice and dark and mellow. And I don't smoke. I, I, but you got it. You're you're with professionals. We'll we'll call them. We'll call them professionals. I hate that term. I fucking hate that term so much. So do I. But this ain't. Are you, they getting paid for it? No, they're not fucking professional. I mean, at the time they they were. Are they getting paid to smoke it? They're getting paid to sell it. But but then they're professional <laughs> dealers. They're not professional smokers. Unless somebody is physically paying them to smoke this joint, they're not professional. All right, whatever. Anyway, fuck it. It doesn't matter. But. So now they they got this this bong that while sitting on the couch it, it's on the floor and it reaches your lips while sitting on the couch and you're hanging out with the the top dogs so you're um 
they're they're filling it. They're filling the chamber to max. You know, it's like it's got to be they've three trained, feet. They've trained their lungs to handle that. So you can't take a baby head off of it. So I'm sitting there, amateur smoker, novice smoker, filled the chamber, took it all in, and it got to me a second time. Did it again, and I start I had to start passing on the bong and hitting the blunt as it's going around. And then I'm 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 fine. I'm sitting there. It's like okay, I'm good. Fuck all this. It's dark. It is dark. It's almost pitch black in this fucking apartment. Uh, they open the door, and all this bright light hits me. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. I gotta get to the bathroom. I stand up to go to the bathroom, and I just I stood up. I threw up on her, and I fell back on the couch. <laughs> All right, first off, I want to rewind a little bit. Um, I mean, kudos to the people that can fill a fucking three-bong chamber or three-foot bong chamber and clear it. I don't have the lung space. It's not even like the it's not even the ability to to hold all that in. I don't have the physical space in my lungs to hold that much air. There's no goddamn way I'm doing that. Not a fucking chance. All right, I have to breathe out first to make more room. Um, my lungs don't hold, you know, because there's volume. Volume and mass are things that exist, and there is mass in everything. I don't have the volume of lung capacity to hold that much air. So kudos to the people that do have giant fucking lungs. I don't have giant lungs. I have normal-sized lungs, and they can't hold that much. <laughs> um, second off, yeah, so it sounds like uh, sounds like some light receptors went off in your brain. You got dizzy as shit, and it was over for you. Do you remember what happened after you fell over? I remember Scott's the one who opened the door. And then uh, I think Scott uh, cleaned up my mess. And then I uh, I threw up on Megan. You remember who she is, right? Yes. Who she was dating. I threw up on her. They cleaned all that up. And I kind of just lay there. I don't remember the rest of that day. <laughs> I remember Scott opening the door, me throwing up. And then the guy he was bringing, he's like, God damn, you guys go hard. <laughs> it's, about, it's about as much as I remember. First off, Scott cleaned it up for you. And he had a... He had a heart of gold that I, guy. I think, I think, I could be wrong, but I think Scott Scott helped me out through all that. Oh, one time when I was in high school, I don't think I've ever told this story on the pod, but I'm sure you've heard this before. One time when I was in high school, I was like fresh off a breakup. You're talking about the wait, card go, game? No. Okay, never mind. Go okay. ahead. Oh, I'm, we're going to have to yeah. circle back to what you're talking about. Yep. I've, uh, anyway, so went over to these people's houses, fresh off a breakup, and we're playing this game, Presidents and Assholes. I couldn't tell you how this game works anymore. I really have no idea how to play it anymore. Sounds like a dumb game. It was kind of stupid it's a card game but the the point of it is like the winner of the round gets to order everybody else around and you know drink drink blah 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 blah, blah. so we're getting really Can't stand drinking game yeah i mean yeah, i i i had never really drank at that point in my life ever in this high school yeah yeah um, you're not supposed to be drinking in high school no you're not <laughs> but i was hanging out with the wrong kind of people that night like we got i got really fucking drunk and then shortly after that i also got a little bit baked a little bit a little bit but I couldn't really tell the difference because I was already really fucking drunk anyway. But I can tell you that I got really bad spins. And I just, I don't remember a whole lot of that night other than the projectile red vomit. Because we were drinking red pop and Bacardi. Oof. <laughs> Oof is right. It didn't taste great coming up either. I do remember, I didn't clean it up though. I remember there was one guy who was obsessed with one of the people that we were there with. He was with like the neighbor or something like that. But he was over there and he cleaned it up. If nothing else, to try and show off, or because they told him to, or something. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, damn, man, I'm not trying to clean up nobody's vomit like that. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, I will definitely, if, if somebody throws up, don't care what the situation is, 
Nah, you, you got to do that yourself. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I clean up no man's puke. What about your kids? I mean, that's sometimes you have to do that. But fortunately, my kid is old enough that like he knows how to puke in a bowl. <laughs> if he can't make it to the toilet, you just have bowls like laying around. Um, no, but it's. It's one of those things that I don't know if this is like every family or every child or whatever, but I remember growing up when I felt nauseous, I used to take a bowl to bed with me. No, I don't. I don't remember that. Um, I remember like a trash can next to or your bed. or a trash can or something, a a vessel in which to puke in. There always used to be something that would come next to me to bed, and sometimes I would go to sleep hugging this fucking bowl because I just absolutely felt like trash. But you know, my kid is smart enough to know to throw up in something. As opposed to on something. So, I can't say I've had to clean up his vomit since he was a baby. Right on. Uh, we're running out of time. Are we? Well, kind of. I mean, that's the thing about, like, you got here so early because you had to go pick your kid up early. Yeah. And the time you would go pick your kid up is usually the time you'd get here. Yeah. It, it is what it is. I mean, this this took a very vomity turn. Vomity turn? <laughs> it took, it took like a normal turn. It was, it was going normal. Then it went like... It hard right. <laughs> to to me losing my shit. I feel like you should keep all that. Yeah, I'm going to all of it, all of the. God damn it! <laughs> no, well, when I was yelling at the dog, I'm probably gonna well. Don't that. keep that because people won't be a fan of you yelling at the dog. Actually, it, delete the whole conversation of you yelling at the dog, including this right here, because nobody wants to know about that. Yeah, it's just I. Well, I'm, I have to leave that little part in, but I don't think I can cut it out if I can. I will, but I, it's not. I understand it's not the dog's fault. The dog, he one needs a dog. Two, he's, uh, I think I've mentioned it, he's not doing so high. Like, I don't understand. During spring and summer, he goes into these coughing fits. Allergies. And then uh, the wintertime, his skin dries out so much that he loses all his fur. And he's just, and then his legs messed up. And Does he have allergy meds or anything like that? Yeah, he's on, I, I give him allergy meds twice a day. Yeah, I mean, because that's probably what the coughing comes but from. It doesn't help. That's yeah. the thing. It's not helping. I keep taking him to the vet. And they go, I don't know. Like, thanks, thanks. How much is my bill? Three hundred dollars. Awesome. And you gave me. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Oh. Um. I don't know if you remember when we were over at my parents' house a couple weeks ago. My dad was saying one of the cats might be diabetic. Yeah. They took him to the vet. He is diabetic. Yeah. I mean, one of my cats just, uh, is diabetic now. Fucking giving her insulin twice a day, costing me money, man. Yeah. Money I ain't got. Yeah. Or money I do have, but trying not to spend. Kind of wrap all this up. I mean, it's just. I'm I'm not happy with my situation, and you, you, everybody keeps saying like, oh, you, you you said early in this podcast, you have the ability to change it all. But at at what cost? Like my bit of unhappiness and fucking bit of like depression and the minutes that I go fucking rampant for a minute, like it's it, deal with that while I can keep a roof over my head, some money in my bank account, and you know, survive in this state. At what cost to your mental stability? Or like, is that, yeah, that declines further and further, but deal with that until it completely explodes. Once again, like, like the tire, like don't get the tire replaced until it completely explodes. You know, deal with this situation as my mental health declines, but you have the security of a roof over your head, a little bit of money in your pocket, you know, or, or blow it all up now. Like, like right now, I couldn't right now Move into your house, like right now. If I, I can't live on my own, like I can't do it. I can't like right now. Currently, right now, money I have with expenses and this that, I can't. I can't afford a fucking house. I could. I could maybe almost barely afford like a trailer home, which I already screwed that fucking plan up. But even I think even at the mobile home, I probably wouldn't. I'd be eating fucking ramen 
and waiting for like, is, are we recording this week? Because I need food, Nick. I need a meal. Can can I order double? Double the order so I have food for tomorrow. Yes, you can order double. Order triple. Fuck it. Can we go to Chipotle so I can get like twelve burritos? As long as you promise not to eat them all today. <laughs> but like I said, right now, like I I don't have that option. Like so, I I if I if I leave this apartment, like I have no, I have no I have nowhere to go right now. Like you, you say you'll take me in, but I mean the only the only hard part about having to sleep on my couch is the the commute to work. Yeah, which. What at that point is whatever. I mean, I'm I'm working on getting my truck fixed, but um, but I can't I, like right now. It's it's not feasible. Like, do I go and move in with you? Take all my shit that I owned, like eighty percent of this fucking apartment, everything, all the furniture is fucking mine. Go spend a hundred bucks a month on a fucking storage unit. Crash on your couch and have a half hour drive, forty minute drive to work every single day, and try to rebuild and start from scratch there. Dealing with the complications at your place, sleeping on your couch, uh. Dealing like I, I don't like I think it's hard to, to deal with me unless you've like known me for a long time. People people just don't want to put up with me. And like I said your your girlfriend's gonna have to deal with me fucking sleeping on the couch, being a fucking loser. She hardly comes downstairs anyway. Then you got your your other roommate, which I'm fifty fifty on. I I he's an all right person, but just there's things about him that bug the hell out of me. Preach. And then, then, then there's also your kid, which your kid is a is a good kid. You just hate kids. I just don't like kids. Yeah. Your kids, he's a good kid for the most part. Relatively. I've, I've been there to, like, at the good moments, and I've also been there at some of the bad moments. He's had, he's had some meltdowns, yeah. And it also, but you, you know, your kid's gonna have friends over, so that means more kids. And I can deal with your kid because like, it's your kid. I can hardly deal with <laughs> the kids. I know. But now, now I gotta deal with strangers' kids, and then. You, there's there's a creepy fat guy li- in the living room all the time, affecting them playing Minecraft. Exactly. So unless you unless I take the closet upstairs, you already filled that with shit. Uh, yeah, Sean's got a bunch of shit. Like that's Sean's closet essentially. But he doesn't have a closet in his own bedroom. It's not very big, and he's got his mini fridge in it. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, it's just like there's there be additional headaches there. Granted, maybe my mental health will be declining at a slower rate. But I just, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I, I, I completely See, get that. And also, like, the original game plan, which we've talked about many times here, but we'll b- bring it up again because that's just where we're at with this, is uh, you were supposed to move to Michigan and I was supposed to move in with you. Yeah. But obviously, you're further away. And you don't have the you, you I, don't have the space. I'm working on that though. Yeah, so you're working on trying to get closer. But like, do I have to keep like? And it's, it's a struggle with me. Like, do I have to rely on my best friend to fucking give me a place to live? Like, listen, I I'm adult. I should be able to fucking figure it out. My dad figured it out. Well, but where's your dad live? Well, right now I think he's just taking the easy route. Right now he's like, fuck it. I don't, I'm in a situation that I can fucking stack money. He's in a situation he's gonna keep stacking money. How long has he been there? Two thousand. Uh, a long time. <laughs> decade, more than a decade. Uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it's, yeah. So it's been like twelve years. But the the beginning part of that, he he went back to school and had school bills and this. But now he's out of school. Old man, I just finished college. I mean, he's out of school. He's got a fucking killer job making killer money. Yeah. Well, right now he's just taking the easy route. But he had to fall on his ass somewhere. Well, yeah, he he fell on his ass like a couple. He fell on his ass the first divorce. Fell on his ass the second divorce, and then now he's just like fuck it. I, I, he's in a great position. He could go get his own fucking house and shit right now, but... Oh, he's just going to wait to inherit that one. Yeah, he, he probably won't get it. His sister will get it before he does. That's just how the world works. That's, that's, she's the favorite. That's fair. 
Well, she's the favorite, but he lives in the basement. You know, <laughs> possession is nine tenths of the law. I already <laughs> live here, goddammit. <laughs> but no, I mean, everybody needs that kick in the ass from time to time. I've been trying to get the kick in the ass. Like, I'm such a, I'm, I feel like I'm such at a low point where it's like. You need to hit that reboot button where everything just fucking. I'm watching like motivational shit or shit that's supposed to be like uplifting and get you fucking. Fuck those. I don't, I don't like, trust those anyway. Yeah, but you, you you're watching shit that's like, man, like this motherfucker's out here doing it, and it should be motivating for me to go out there and fucking do something. And I'm I fucking I I just I can't fucking kick it into gear. I don't know. I can't get go. I can't get motivated to go get my haircut. I need a haircut bad. You fucking you need a haircut bad. You like your hair like this? No, I don't. I can't fucking stand it. It drives me nuts. Then why why don't you just chop it all off? Because I don't want to go fucking get a haircut. Shave it yourself. But then I won't be even, or I might fuck it up. You can't really fuck up bald. <laughs> I mean, you missed a patch of hair. Well, go back and get it now. I mean, my hair looks like shit. I got it coming out of the bottom of the hat. My boss talks to me about it all the time. Um, he actually, he made a passing comment the other day, because I, w- I didn't have my mask on, but I recently shaved. He was like, he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you with the mask, but when you shave, that actually comes together nicely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your hair, that's... It's like, yeah, 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 I know, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's just... I don't know what to do. Reboot. I, I would like to, but I can't find the reboot button. I can't find the fucking, like, where is it at? It's my couch. Your couch. <laughs> no, I'm I'm trying to actively get closer to this part of town anyway. Um, I, I put in some applications in the Ann Arbor area, et cetera, et cetera. Get a job at the grocery store. They're hiring. Yeah, I wonder if they're <laughs> hiring maintenance, honestly. I, I yeah, Dude, they are. It's not worth your pay. I, well, it's but. funny because I saw something. I, I saw it at the grocery store. It had like a, but it, it was, it was actually the, the, um, service desk, um, associate. Like it was like, it said service, uh, yeah. Customer service manager, but I have it in my indeed to look for service manager. So it brought up customer service manager. It's like, that's not the one I want. <laughs> I can't work the front end like that. I need to fix shit. The idiots they have in there that you could, you could easily run the, the front line. Well, I mean, yeah, I could. Do I want to? No. Is it worth my pay? No. Absolutely not. I'm going to take like a fucking massive pay cut to go work. Yeah, you, like 12 bucks, 15 yeah. bucks. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Wonderful. I was in $15 like pay cut. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Fuck that. It's like half. Cut my pay right in fucking half. Yeah. It's no good. Um, I won't work retail yeah. again. No, this is, I will, I will never work it again. I'm working it now. I will never work it again. But the difference between what you do and like what regular retail is, is you never deal with customers relatively. For the mo- I mean, in a, in a way I do, but I deal with the vendors, which are selling products to the store. So I'm, yeah. they're the vendor customers. But. Yeah. But those vendors are, it's the same people yeah. all the time, as opposed to the thousands of people that are in and out of that store every day. Yeah. Th- they don't let me out on the, on the sales floor because I've yelled at people. Good. Stay off the sales. They're floor. like, Chris, you can't work the sales floor. You get too many customer complaints. I'm like, okay. I used fine. to work when I used to work at Kmart, and I fucking said it again. I'm gonna say it again until the end of time because fuck Kmart. They're yep. gone anyway. Yeah, we've we've never censored Kmart. I know. Um, when I used to work at Kmart, man, I used to have the same guy come in four or five times a day to buy a forty ounce bottle of King Cobra, and I knew his birthday. I don't know it anymore. I knew his fucking birthday. He'd come in there, and he'd always have exact change, $1.57. One way or another, he he scrounged up some bottles or some shit, or he found some change lying on the floor, but he always had exactly $1.57 to pay for this fucking 40-ounce bottle of King Cobra four or five times a day. Come on, man. Jesus Christ, why? He needs that King Cobra, man. <laughs> I swear. 
You know, I get the, I see him even though I'm working in the back. I, I there's there's lotto ticket man. I see him all the time. He buys exactly the same amount of lotto tickets and sits there and scratch them at the counter. I hate when people scratch them at the counter, man. This is annoying as shit to me. Like, move the fuck out the way. You can come back and cash them in a minute. Go scratch them in your car and then come back in if you win. But goddamn it, I got shit to do. Move the fuck out the way. The, the exact same. There's the exact same five bottle people. I see them all the time with their carts and carts and carts and carts and carts of bottles. Is there still a limit? Yep. Like $25 a day or some shit? Oh, and they get pissed off because right now we're under construction and... The, the bottom room's closed for, like, half the day. Now they get mad. Yeah. I used to get, yeah, a regular crew of customers coming through my store. I also did some really sketchy shit then, too, when I was, I was you know, having people apply for Sears credit cards that I was almost positive they weren't going to get approved for. But I didn't care. It was numbers to me. When you were make, when I was making minimum wage, that extra $2 per application meant a lot. Yeah, I remember the, the, at the grocery store, they, they get try to get people to apply for those, and they, they always try to just hassle you with it. And I'm like, if somebody ever tells you that, they don't get paid for your application. They're lying to they're you. They're lying to you. Yeah. There's always an incentive in one way, shape, or form. They might have metrics that they have to meet. They have to get so many people to apply. Or they might get commission bonus off of selling credit card applications. It doesn't matter to them whether you're approved or not. The fact that you applied for it, they got their commission for it. That shit, that shit was morally wrong. I'm in the electronics department of a Kmart. People coming in there to put shit on layaway knowing goddamn well they can't get a credit card. You, know, you can take that home today if you got a credit card for it. Instead of putting it in layaway and getting it in six to twelve weeks. Sure, sign me up. Fucking idiots. What's yeah. your income? Ah, oh, okay. Go ahead and enter that right there. I'm gonna verify it. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we started off the day. It's like I got a list of things to talk about. We got the one. We kind of got the the second one. I was like, we. I was trying to avoid the fucking my depressive state right now because uh, people probably don't want to hear it, listen to it. But yeah, that's just what it. That's what it came down to. Um, the other thing is that doesn't fucking matter. We probably got, got like two minutes out of the other fucking topic, so. I don't remember what the other one was anymore. Yeah, we'll bring it up another day if we need to. Yeah, I oh, will. The, uh, the last thing I, oh, th- we'll go back to the, my depressive state for a second. I was listening to a lot of, uh, we're, yeah, we're running a little over, but I got to cut out the dog and some other things. Yeah. But, uh, I was listening to a lot of, uh, NF. Mm-hmm. Now, I have, I have some issues with NF. Like, no, he, he can, he can wrap his ass off. And you, you want bars? He's got bars. Bars. He's, that's what that's what Nick look for. Nick's look for in uh in rap is the bars. bars. My my issue is it's a little too religious for me at times. Yeah. Um. It's just it, there's too much like praying to God or talk to God or doing and lot but a lot of his music is like fucking depressing, dude. But like I was and I was in the depressive state, so I'm sitting there. I'm listening to the same fucking album on repeat because it's just hitting me in the in the mood. And I got I got one of the one of the lines here on my on my phone. I wrote down because it fucking it stuck with me for a minute. And it, it kind of it sums up fucking what we were talking about a little bit ago, in my depressive mind and stating all this. But I, I can't remember exactly what song it's from. But uh, I got it written down here. Um, he's going through like a, he's like listing off a couple of things, and then the the last thing he says in this line is, uh, "Maybe you're just like me and feel the need to stay in your rut. Because if you left it, you might not feel that you might not feel like you're no longer you." Damn bars. Um. <laughs> No, that one, that's deep. That is deep, but it's true, right? And that's, you have let, essentially, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to get it out there. You have let your depression and the the place in your life that you've put yourself in, you've let that define you instead of you being what defines your life. Um, I mean, so that's entirely true. That's, and that's probably entirely why you're stuck where you're at is because you don't want, you don't want to change you. You don't think, you think changing all of this is going to change who you are. But at the end of the day, because you've let it define you. But at the end of the day, you define yourself. You don't, like, you're, 
your depression and shit doesn't define you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just. Yeah, I mean, what is it? Uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of Alone with Me, um, the Hobson song. Yep. He's got the guy at the end of it who says, "What you think, what I think, is not important thing. Uh, what is important is that we are alive." Blah 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 blah. The whole thing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But once again, I, I can pull up another uh, line from NF, and I once again I don't know the uh, I don't I don't know the the. the song title but it's somewhere in one of his songs he says like just breathing isn't being alive correct i don't forget how he says he says it better than that but yeah but that summarizes it but it's like just because you're breathing doesn't mean you're alive correct i think that's valid i I might have to check him out i've never really checked uh really listened to him or anything um i've I've heard good things about him but i've only really ever actually heard the two songs he has the one with hops and the one with tech nine but yeah I, i i listened to those two songs i'm like i need to i need to check them out some more and i i listened to uh, the album The Search, and that one—that's the one I, I had on repeat for. Isn't that for his a new while. one? I think that's like some roughly the newest. Like he has that little uh, mixtape or whatever he just did with has all the collabs he had. So right before that was The Search, and then you're listening to The Search, and he's he's referencing other songs. So I went back and I started at Mansion, then a uh, therapy session, then uh, I forget what the other one's called. And The Search, he has like four albums, and I just, I listened to all of them. But for some reason, The Search just got got me out of. Like, on repeat. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Then. And then, like I said, the only thing I, I, the only thing that bothers me is like I'm not a religious person, and there's a lot of religious in there. Religious, like I don't know. He's, he talks a lot about uh, believing in God and being a Christian, and I'm like I, I can pass on that. But everything else you're saying in your in your music, I, I, I'm digging right now. I support it. I'll check that out at some point. Check it out on your well, yeah. There's no swearing in it, so check it out on your drive I might, home. I might, and, and I might put Charlie through that. Honestly, he needs to start listening to good fucking music anyway. All right, well, we went over. I got to, this is going to be painful to fucking edit. I got to listen to myself yell at fucking Nick for like 20 minutes about, and me, I got to listen to myself cry. It's going to, it's going to be a mess, but. Yeah, just turn the damn thing off. Hit, hit the, hit the end button. I don't yeah. know what you're waiting for. Don't hit the pink one. Hit the red one. Not that one. I, I was, my finger's on. Your finger was on the pink one. I saw it. <laughs>